The garment that's required biblically to have tzitzis on it, he is a garment, can find that has four corners, or more than four corners. But these four, and the measurement of the garment must be, that a child who's old enough which the, uh, which to, go, to go in the, uh, in the marketplace, uh, without someone else having to watch over him, and it's large enough to cover the the head, the head plus the majority of the body of such a child who the priest can define as a nine year old. He doesn't. He will not need someone else to go with him to uh, to guard him. And the garment is of wool or linen. Any other material is not required biblically to have tzitzis. However, a garment made of other other material, going big day example, a garment made of silk, big day timer geffen, garment made of cotton, big day timer gemalim, the hair of the hair of a of a camel, timer novim, the wool or the hair of of a, of a rabbit or a hare, h a r e, benetish shall izim, goat's wool, and any other material that's not the sheep's wool or linen. In Chayavim, it's a tzitzis element of a It's only required to bear to have tzitzis rabbinically, not biblically. Kadesh is the mitzvah tzitzis in order to be, make people, people should be careful with the mitzvah of tzitzis. If they don't put tzitzis on the four corner garment made of cotton, for example, they won't put it on a four corner garment made of wool. Who provides tia Those other materials are only requiring tzitzis rabbinically if it's a four corner garment or more. And it's large enough, as we said earlier, to cover the majority of a body of a child. Whenever it says the word beged or uh, garment in the Torah without specification, it means wool or linen specifically. The Pasuk says in Devarim, on the four corners of your garment, you put this. So, means a four corner garment, not a three corner garment. If that's the case, you would assume that it's a four corner garment, it's but not if it's a five corner garment. Because both three and five corners are not four. Tamadlema, the verse that says, Ashtachasa both, which you cover yourself. Which includes even a five corner garment or more because you cover yourself with that as well. Why do I obligate a garment of four corners and I exclude a, a garment of three corners? Both are not four corner garments. If I wanted to, I could reverse the idea and say that a, a three corner garment is required to have tzitzis as a four corner garment is, but a five corner garment is not. So why is one being included? If why if you include one and exclude the other, why are you including five and excluding three? Do the reverse. So Rama answers because five includes four. So therefore, it's logical to assume if we're including one and excluding the other, include the one which includes four and exclude the one which does not include four. Therefore, when one makes tzitzis for the five or six cornered garment, you only make tzitzis on four of the corners, not more. And it should be the ones that are farthest from each other, most spread out. Of those five or six corners, it says, on the four corners of your garments, not more. In fact, if you do make tzitzis on more than four of the corners, your transgression, the prohibition of Baltasif of adding to the Torah. If you have a garment that's made of cloth, like wool or linen, or even another material which is rabbinically required to have tzitzis, like, like cotton, for example, but the corners are made of leather, it's obligated to have tzitzis because the majority of it is made of material which requires tzitzis. He shall, or if the primary, primary part of the garment is leather, but the corners are made of material, like wool or linen or cotton. Petura, uh, then it is not obligated in tzitzis because the majority of the garment is leather. You go after the primary uh, quantity of the garment, 
not the corners. A garment of two partners, Chayavis, is required to have tzitzit. Now the Pasuk says, on the corners of their garments, which is the plural. It doesn't say your garment in the, in the singular, in a different verse, even though that seems to exclude a, a jointly, owed, jointly owned garment. That's excluding a garment that's not yours personally because it's borrowed. Because a borrowed garment is is uh, not required to have tzitzit for 30 days. Uh, after 30 days, it is required. After that, it is required because it looks like your own because you had it for so long, even though it's borrowed. That's why you're allowed to borrow someone else's talis without making a bracha. Although you're allowed to make a bracha if you desire to, it's not required. Since that garment per se is not required to have tzitzit when you are using it. If you have a garment made of wool, then in the white strings... Should be made of of uh, wool. If the garment is a linen, then the white strands should be made of linen. They should be same material. Other kinds of materials, which we said are required to have tits only rabbinically. You make the white strands of each type of each type of um, material from its material. For example, for a garment of silk, you should make silk strings. You should use uh, goat's hair strings for garment of goat's hair. However, if you want to use strings of wool or linen for any other kind of garment, either wool or linen, because tzemer and pishtin, strings of wool and linen, uh, fill the obligation of the garment to have tzitzis. Be'imimim, whether it's their own type. Be'imimim, whether it's not their type. Sharmin, other species. Be'imim and peitin, they can be used for their own species. Shloimin and peitin, but if it's not their species, they may not be. So, strings of cotton may only be used for cotton garments. Strings of wool can be used for wool garments or any garment. Uh, strings of linen can be used for uh, linen garments or any garments. Now, the question is, can you use wool strings on a linen garment or vice versa? That we'll discuss in Halacha Vav. Halacha Vav. What is the Halacha about making strings of, of wool in a garment of linen? Or strings of linen in a garment of wool? Even though it's white strings alone without tcheles. In other words, if there's tcheles involved, the Pelin Ramam agrees that you're allowed to make a one string of that's going to be partially dyed tcheles for the tcheles purpose on that, on, on that garment. Um... That has to be made of wool. So even if it's a linen garment, you have one string of wool. But what is it about the other strings? What about putting strings on a garment where there's no tchelis at all? Can you put uh, uh, linen on wool or wool on linen? Ramam says, Technically speaking, it should be permitted. Because the prohibition of shatness is lifted regarding tzitzis. Shatness means the prohibition of mixing wool and linen in the same garment. And regarding tzitzis, we have a special pasuk that tells us that it's it's, it's okay. The proof is the tchelis must be made of wool. But that string of wool is put on a linen, a linen garment. So you would have three strings of wool, one string of linen, both folded over, making eight strings. Ultimately, one of tchelis, which is wool, one which would be regular white, the other half of that same string, which is wool, and the other six would be linen. Um... That's technically speaking what it, so regarding tchelis that's that's what's done. However, why is this not done if there's no tchelis? If the prohibition is lifted regarding tzitzis across the board, which which allows you apparently to use the tchelis, so why don't we apply it across the board, completely, practically, and put the strings of one or the other if you want to. 
So it is possible to make the white strings of the same species because um, only the trellis must be made of wool. The rest of the strings do not need to be wool. Wherever you find a positive mitzvah and a negative mitzvah, if you can fulfill both, perform both, great. If not, the positive commandment displaces the negative commandment. However, over here, it's possible to do both without displacing one or the other because you don't have to have linen strings on a wool garment, you can make wool strings on a wool garment. You don't have to have wool strings on a linen garment, you can make linen strings on a linen garment. And even in the event that you're going to have tchelis, in that case, it only is necessary to have that one string made of wool um, on the linen garment. So that's the only string you would do so this way, because apparently each string that's tied on the tzitzis is another another prohibition of shotness, and it's only necessary to do that and displace the negative commandment of not wearing shotness in order to fulfill the positive commandment of Tcheles. It's not necessary to do so regarding the other strings. So in Halach we said that uh, one should not attach Tcheles, excuse me, in Halach we explained that even though the, the, the prohibition of shotness of wearing garments of wool and linen mixed seems to be waived regarding tzitzis, as evidenced by the fact that you uh, biblically attach a string of wool, the Tcheles, to a garment of linen. Nevertheless, the other strings, or all the strings, if there's no trellis, like nowadays, must be of the same material. If it's linen, they may not be wool, because we only uh, waive the prohibition of shatness regarding the actual trellis itself. So if you're wearing a, wool, a linen four-cornered garment, you are allowed to you have one string of wool for the purpose of trellis. Local Zion will say even further. Ksushal Pishtan, a garment of flax, or linen. You do not even put the string of trellis on it. Because you rather make all the strings of uh, non trellis made out of flax. Uh, you cannot make a string of of trellis out of out of out of uh, flax or linen because uh, the trellis must be wool. So you must make all the strings out of linen if it's a linen garment and no trellis. Now, what's the reason for that? Let me finish. It's not because the midst of tzitzis is less important than prohibition of shatness. So therefore, we want to avoid the, the prohibition of shatness at the expense of the mitzvah of tzitzis being done properly with tzitzis. That's not the case. It's a biblical uh, injunction. Maybe the person is going to wear his tzitzis, his linen tzitzis at night. When he's, uh, you know, he's, he wears, he's wearing his four-cornered garment during the day, then it gets dark outside, he's still wearing his four-cornered garment with the string of trellis of wool. Shein is man chiv Nighttime is not a time, according to the Rambam, of tzitzis. Nimta evala isasei be'eshein shamitzasei. Comes out, he's being violating the prohibition of shatness when there's no positive commandment of doing tzitzis. Shcheva tzitzis be'em v'lebelayla, because the obligation of tzitzis is by the daytime, not by night. Shem Pasuk says, recently I saw you shall see the tzitzis, but it's b'shasu iyo, when you can see them. During the day, at night, you cannot see. It's dark. The is a blind person, however, is although we cannot see. Despite the fact he cannot see, others can see him or see his titus. So, therefore, the reason why we don't wear titus, uh, excuse me, the reason why we don't wear trellis on a garment of shatness, a garment of uh, of linen, is because uh, we're, we're worried that that the, uh, the prohibition of shatness is going to be violated without the mitzvah of titus being fulfilled, namely at night, in which case. 
there's no concept of the essay dechalisa say, and the person is going to be over on the fear of shatnas. A person may wear tzitzis at night time, although he's not obligated to. Whether it's even on Shabbos, when you would think that since there's no obligation to wear tzitzis at night time, wearing them on outside on Shabbos is like carrying because they're not essential essential part of the garment. Even though at night time it's not this time of. Uh, wearing tzitzis, uh, that's a pro. He, he may still do so even on Shabbos or on Friday night. Provided he's not say a bracha. The reason why it's allowed to wear them outside on Shabbos is because it's considered an adornment to the garment rather than a burden. So it's not considered carrying. At what point in the morning is it late enough to make a bracha on the tzitzis? When a person can differentiate using only the natural sunlight alone between the whiteness of the strings and the tchelis string. What bracha do you say on the tzitzis? To enwrap ourselves in the tzitzis. Whenever a person wraps himself during the daytime in tzitzis, he always makes a bracha before wrapping himself in the in the in the uh, garment with tzitzis in, in the talus. Now the question is, if the person takes it off during the day, puts it back on. Uh, if he had a mind, those are more detailed questions which are discussed in the paiskim. Um, excuse me. You do not make a bracha on tzitzis. By the time you make them, the ultimate purpose of the mitzvah is to wrap oneself in it. So making the tzitzis, or tying them to the tzitzis, to the garment, is considered a preparatory act, not the mitzvah itself. So no bracha is recited. A person is permitted to go with a garment that has tzitzis attached to it into the bathroom and to the bathhouse. Unlike tefillin. If a person's strings of the tzitzis, whether it be the natural colored strings or the tzitzis dyed string becomes torn. Zorka ba'ashmi, may throw it in the garbage. It's a mitzvah, doesn't actually entail essential holiness into the item and therefore it may be thrown away. A person is not allowed to sell a talus that has tzitzis attached to it to a Gentile. Unless he first removes the tzitzis, then he may sell the garment. Not because there's essential holiness in the garment and we're afraid the Gentile will uh, treat it disrespectfully. Rather, maybe he'll wrap himself in the garment with tzitzis. And a Jewish person who, who will accompany him thinking he is a fellow Jew. Again, the Gentile will then kill the Jew. So for the purposes of public safety, one may not sell Titus to a goy. Women, slaves, and minors, are biblically not required to wear titus. However, every minor who knows how to wrap himself in titus appropriately, to wear it halachically correctly, is obligated to wear titus. For the purpose of education. If women or slaves wish to wrap themselves in titus, they may do so without a blessing. The Shulchan Aruch, however, says that a woman should not wear tzitzis because it's a sign of conceit. Any other commandment a woman is not obligated in doing, like Sukkah, if they wish to do so without a bracha, we do not protest against what they say. Their desire. Tun Vadregnus, a person who is their 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 uh, gender is physically unclear. Chiyav and Mechulam are obligated in all mitzvahs by doubt because we don't know which gender they are. Ficha Imavarch, and therefore they do, not, they do not say a bracha because we're not sure if they're obligated. They do it without a bracha because the possibility that they may be a woman. 
A tumtum is someone whose genitalia is blocked off, it's covered by skin, so it's impossible to determine with certainty what the gender is. Andragonus is, is uh, a Greek combination, a combination, a, 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 a combination of two words in Greek, meaning both men and women. It refers to a person who has both signs of both male and female. Is also called, I believe, a hermaphrodite. What is the obligation of the mitzvah of tzitzis? How does one fulfill it? Every person who is obligated in doing this mitzvah, so an adult male, if he wears a garment which is fit to have tzitzis, to be required in tzitzis, meaning it's four-cornered, it's large enough, he should put tzitzis in the garment, and only afterwards should he wear it. If he wears a four-cornered garment, Without titus, he's nullified a positive commandment. However, garments fit for titus. As long as the person is not wearing it, they are folded and set aside. They are not obligated in having titus on them. It's not an obligation on the garment. It's an obligation on the person who has the garment, or the person rather who's wearing the garment. Obviously, you can't obligate a garment in something. The point is, is that if a, the, it's not an obligation on the on the person who's, who owns the garment to ensure the garment has titus, it's an obligation on the person wearing the garment to ensure that the garment has titus. And therefore, if he's not wearing it, it's an obligation. Even though a person has no obligation to purchase a garment, to wrap himself in it, in order to have to make titus on it, so yeah, there's no mitzvah that says you have to own a four corner garment or even wear one. But uh, nevertheless, it's not appropriate for a pious person to allow himself to uh, not be obligated in this mitzvah. A person should rather make the point of obligating himself in the mitzvah by uh, making sure to wear a garment that has four corners and is required in wearing tzitzis, and, and also has tzitzis, of course. In order to fulfill this mitzvah, when a person davens, he must be more particularly uh, careful uh, doing this mitzvah when he prays. It's a great shame for a Torah scholar to pray without being wrapped in a talus. So we see here an example where a person, technically speaking, is not obligated in, in a mitzvah, uh, and and yet he's supposed to make a point in making himself obligated to do the mitzvah. A person should always be careful the mitzvah of Made it equal to and made it all mitzvahs of the Torah dependent on it. Shem says, recently say you will see it, and then you will remember all the mitzvahs of Hashem. Blessed be Hashem, the merciful one who gives us assistance.